down without a filter. This is One Blunt Woman with Wanda Means. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. I'm Wanda Means. I'm the author of my blog, Jesus Divorce and Over40.com. Soon to be moving over to OneBluntWoman.com. I am your host of the show today, and we are in a new office. Kevin has left RNCN, and now we are at On Air Live. We are at On Air Live. Feels thank, good. Thank you for having me. And the reason I moved is because of you, just so you know. Well, thank you. I mean, that's part of the reason that I moved is I just I want to work with people that I like. Oh! Not that there were. Not, I mean, I like all the shows, but you know, there. I had some. Uh, let's be honest here. There's some radio clients that could be. Uh, a little high maintenance or not? Oh, not, not very pleasant. You're, so you're not saying I'm not high maintenance? No. I think. Have you told Randy this? Could you clarify <laughs> to him that I am not high maintenance? That would be great. To me, you're definitely not high maintenance. <laughs> I think he probably thinks you're one otherwise. Fun to work with. <laughs> well, anyway, so first segment is always me, my mouth, and this microphone keeps going in and out. You know that, right? I'm just adjusting the volume. Okay, you are. Oh, thank you, honey. I appreciate that. Yeah, my first segment is always just me and my mouth, and with this new. Um, way of doing things, you no longer have to show me the pinky penis. But I'm still going to say it, just so you know. I'm still going to give you the pinky penis. You're still going to give me the pinky penis. Yeah. Because a lot of my friends, I was in Chicago this weekend, and they like they like the pinky penis. Because we'll so we'll, we'll, I'll still do breaks, but we won't, we'll won't. we go commercial this for This is you. a whole different way of doing things, yes. right? Okay. Our next show will be on camera. Oh. Are you saying I need to put makeup on then? No. Oh, God, what? I, you know, I'm not big on makeup. Absolutely not. Do not change anything. Okay, that well, would ruin I'll the continue show. Or lipstick. That would I be like to fr- get lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> so today is Halloween. I know whenever you're listening to this, it won't be Halloween anymore. But Halloween is um, the day I was born, 1969. I've always said it was in my trifecta of fucked upness. Born in 69. They gave me the name Wanda, and God forbid it's on Halloween. Why? 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 You know, that really is quite the trifecta. I know. The trifecta, as I you like to I call it. You know I was born on Halloween because there was an SMU football game on Saturday. And in 1969, Halloween was on a Friday. He wanted to go to the SMU game, so he induced my mother on Friday. So um, <laughs> he could make the SMU football game. <laughs> All right. That, that might be the most fucked up part of it. Yeah, I know, right? So, you know, but having a birthday on Halloween is fun. When I was in college, my boyfriend flew me up to Vegas for my 21st birthday. So, I mean, everybody wants to have fun on Halloween. That's you know, true. Every year for the past 15 years, I've given out candy by the truckload because we get so many people that come into the Park Cities wanting the candy that's yeah, good. The good stuff. Uh, untouched, I should say, and they can trust where the candy's coming from. And, I mean, I spend $500, $600, $700 every year on candy. Good God. And that's nothing compared to what some of my friends spend. Do you actually go through most of it each year? If you ever go down Beverly Drive, I'll go through all of it, and I always run out. Always. Uh, if you go down Beverly Drive through Highland Park, I mean, it is a mob scene. Thousands of kids. I mean, they have police monitoring the whole thing. It's crazy. That's awesome, though. So last year, I was at my girlfriend's because I stopped giving out candy, and I went over there to have a drink. And this guy comes and knocks on the door, and he says, uh, I said, I was just at her house. I wasn't giving out candy. I was just going over there. He goes, well, where's the candy? And I said, I'm sorry. I don't live here. I think they ran out. That's why the lights are out. He <laughs> goes, you do realize that there's a target right around the corner. Okay. So this kid who comes here from wherever it has the gall to tell me at 930 at night, when you probably should be stopped trick-or-treating at that point, probably. telling me that I need to go need to, to go Target. Out and buy more candy. That I need to go to Target and buy him more candy. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. I'm like, let me tell you something, honey. I, there's no fucking way I'm going <laughs> to buy you anything. The way I, I just couldn't believe that this kid said this to me what a, a year ago. Seriously, what a douche. I, I know, what a total douche. And he was driving. It's awful. 
<laughs> Everything about it is bad. She, I mean, if you have to drive to houses and get out and ask for the candy, Dude, aren't you, aren't like, you too old? Come on, yeah. I mean, I there's a point. You know, they're cute when they're five and six, you know, but we have a lot of grandmothers that will come up in a grocery store bag asking for candy. I mean, I'm like, ugh. I mean, if you're that age and you, you want candy that bad, the best move is drive around and find one of those houses where they live. A, they left a bowl out and said, you know, just take a few and just go grab. Oh, I those. did that last year at my house because, but I, I give out candy in the Park Cities, but I left a huge bowl of candy and it was gone in the first hour. Yeah, some little fuck dumped the whole bag in his my whole bowl of yep. uh, candy in his bag. I'm like, whatever, dude. You know, this is wh- why. I don't know. I, I did douchey stuff like that when I was a kid. You're an asshole. <laughs> Congratulations. By a kid, I mean when I was like 17. So I was probably kind of a douche, like the guy you were talking about. So I've always had, yeah, well, I don't think you're a douche, but you probably were. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I had some douchey years. You have no idea. I was going to ask you a fun Halloween story, but if it's going to be about you being a douche, I really don't want to hear it. Sorry. Um, I'm gonna have to think on that. Nothing off the top of my head for Halloween story. Well, my birthday's Halloween, so I always celebrate on Halloween, and we we always had huge parties over the years, huge. And some of them, that's when I had my first female kiss. Mm. When I turned forty, my girlfriend shoved her tongue down my throat. Nice. It's like, like, oh, wasn't for you. Wasn't for me. But yeah. you know, I had that sexual experience with a woman, the full on. But you know, I just don't want to be having sex with my girlfriends. <laughs> I know. She stuck her tongue down my throat. It was so weird. You got mouth raped. I got mouth raped. That's <laughs> funny. I'm going to tell Letty you said that. Oh, did I just say it was Letty that gave me that kiss? Oh, Letty, did you hear that? <laughs> Is that supposed to be a secret? No, it's not. She doesn't care. She loves to joke about it, too. So there you go. She's my crazy. She's my crazy friend. So tomorrow, I, I, I want to see what she looks like. She's very attractive. So tomorrow I'm off to Scotland for nine days with my boyfriend to go hang out with WWE. I this can't is a big wait. Deal. I know he's nine days. Nine days. He paid for the trip and everything. Yeah. Wow, that's a big boy thing to do. Definitely. I'm pretty impressed. I think it's pretty impressive on both ends. I'm a little that I'm going to. Yeah. I'm a yeah nine hours on a plane or however long it takes. Yeah. He's like I don't think we're upgraded. He goes I don't know what I'm gonna do. I go I know something we can do, but you know he's he goes and then what after 15 minutes? <laughs> oh, you're talking about like a mile high club thing. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Have you ever I, done that? I have not. Me either. You haven't? No. I'd like to join. Um, so, And I've told him I want to join. He said no, but I can be very persuasive. It's been one of those things that's definitely been on my mind on a plane before with my girlfriend. Well, why not? She's, You're she's on a flight too. for a gazillion I mean, hours. You're on an enormous bird in the sky. You know, why not? He isn't going to subgrade to first class, though. Maybe I won't if we don't, unless we get first class. Yeah. Come on now. You got it. Yeah, that's true. But that's that the worst. Difference. Walking to the bathroom in the front of the plane because everyone can see you. But if you go to the back, not everyone can see you. So that's maybe that's point. more strategic, right? Yeah. But I guess those huge planes, they have them in the middle. No. Uh, they do have them in the middle. They do. So but then there's still some people who are going to oh, see that you. Oh, in front. But yeah. So, so your strategy, you're telling me to go all the way to the back. Yeah. But but the problem is a lot of times during the flight, the flight attendants hang out right behind, the, you know, right behind that bathroom. Well, surely they know what's going on, no? Well, yeah. Do you think they care? I don't, I don't know. I what don't if know I had to go would. in the bathroom and help them out with something and it wasn't sex? Yeah. Is there a rule that says no two people can go in the bathroom at there's the same time? There's definitely a rule that says you can't put a camera in a bathroom, so there's no reason they can oh, assume there is what a you're rule? doing in there. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And as if, you know, bathrooms and planes aren't small enough. Yeah. Have you ever... Like it's hard enough to get one person in there. How would it you? Is. How would you logistically get in a bathroom and make it happen? I'm just—I've uh, thought about that. I've thought about it too. Are you ha- okay? So yeah. we both talk about that. Maybe you and your girlfriend can try it. Yeah, I mean she's really tiny, so uh, I think it might work. <laughs> so are you? Hey, we, well, a blowjob would be work. easy. No. Uh, if yeah, of course back, you're yeah. gonna say that because you're the guy. All you have to do is sit there. I mean, guys have it so easy. Oh. oh. Kevin, there's your pinky. It's not the pinky yet. That's still one minute. It's not. Oh, it's the one minute. Yeah. So I want to talk That's about the erect penis. So 
I mean, I'm going to talk about my son, and he's going to get so mad at me. Guess what he has on his neck? Hmm. Mm. Hickey? Oh. He says it was. A, he took a stick to the neck from hockey, but I think it's a hickey. Yeah, you can usually spot a hickey. I'm pretty sure I know what a hickey looks like. Yeah. But we're going to be talking about, because you know I've talked about girls and sex. Remember that book I told you about, how I feel about that? We're going to be talking about that coming up. I'm Wanda Means. I'm One Blood Woman. We'll be talking about sex and teenagers and whether or not I'm voting for Hillary. Do you care? You're listening to One Blunt Woman, a mouth that matters. You're tuned in to One Blunt Woman. This shit really happens. Welcome back. I'm Wanda Means. I'm One Blunt Woman. This shit really happened. Second segment of my show. Kevin, thank you for having me here. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you for being here. So, I always tell a story, and I was going to tell a story about Chicago this weekend. Go Cubs. Although, it was kind of fun being there with all the Cubs being there, with all the Cubs fans. I walked yeah, into that's the pretty st- cool. I walked into the store. I know, it's baseball. But you did play baseball, so you do know baseball. I actually know baseball. I know you know baseball. So, I was pl- watching um, all the Cubs fans. We did not make it to Wrigley Field because I heard the seats were going for... $20,000. It was yeah. just nuts. And to go sit in a bar was $500. Oh my God. Yes. Just to watch? To sit. No, that was to have that a seat. Absurd. And then some, and then some bars charge you an hourly rate to sit there. Can you believe that? So we were in the city. So I love the city. The city is so much fun. And I was watch. We actually ended up going to eat Tex-Mex in downtown Chicago. Have you ever had Tex-Mex in Chicago? Um, yeah, I, I figured you'd go for like deep dish pizza or something. Well, I, Okay, so all my friends were all excited to have Mexican because we're from all over the country. This is friends of mine from 25 years ago. Shout out to all my uh, field consultant friends. But Tex-Mex is not good in Chicago. Yeah, that doesn't surprise the me. The guacamole. Okay, we're not going to go there. I, I mean, I bet even the chips and salsa suck. Oh, my God. It sucks so bad. And I did not want to tell my girlfriend I love her to death. And she, if she listens to this, she'll know. It's just, God, Tex-Mex blows. So, but the next day we did have what, deep was, dish. Was it like a chain restaurant or was it like an independent thing? It was an independent thing. They don't know. They don't know yeah. Tex-Mex at all. But the next day we went and had deep dish, which was so good. I love deep dish. That's the Chicago Oh, experience. my God. So good. And then we had Italian that night, which is fabulous. I mean, Chicago, you go there for deep dish pizza. Chicago dogs, Italian, and a steak. Not Tex-Mex. <laughs> <laughs> Do not. Would you get to the Tex-Mex, please? <laughs> what, what did I it, get? Oh. Just out of curiosity. I got the ceviche. I figured they know fish. Yeah. Ugh, they, they don't know shit there. No. I'm thinking, I'm a great cook, and I'm not a good chef. There's a difference. You know, a chef creates, I'm just a cook. I cook things with fat and butter and I bacon. I can do anything with bacon. That, that is the distinction. Yeah. I'm a cook. So and I'm a good cook. I make good Southern food. And what's so great about it is that what I was thinking was, and I make good Mexican too. I could go there and make some really kick-ass Mexican. And you know why there's no good Mexican in Chicago? It's because nobody from the South would dare move up say, there and no live Mexicans there. there's no Mexicans in Chicago. <laughs> I know, right? I did tell my girlfriend I want to go to the South Side of Chicago just for the experiences. And she said, no, we're not going there. You're right, though, for the weather alone. I mean, people who like That's why they here, wouldn't go there. Go yeah, That's why you can't get Chicago. good Tex-Mex. Yeah. Because you can't get really authentic. No. And then my friends are joking with me. Of course, one. Of course there's good Tex-Mex here. I go. Where? 
there's not. Anyways, moving on. I was I was. I gonna, believe you. You believe me. Okay, I know. But the f- other food I had was simply phenomenal. So, and it was fun watching the Chicago Cubs. All their fans are crazy. I loved it. Had so much fun. I used to live in Chicago. I lived there in 1994. Lived there 12 months. Of the 12 months, nine months was winter. It's too much rain. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. No, that's But the horrible. summer is so much fun. Have you been to Potbelly's? All like three days of it. Yeah, I know. All three days. Have you been to Potbelly's here? The original yeah. is in Chicago. Oh, I, I, I my mean, God, it's so good. So good. It's a, it's a total dive, hole in the wall. That's why it's so good. That's why Tex-Mex is good here, because you get it a hole in the wall. They don't have it's it there. The real deal. They try and make it a fancy yeah. thing, but... You can get better Mexican Tex-Mex from a food truck here than you could... <laughs> I know. Isn't that the truth? I, I really think that's But totally I did have... A, besides that, I had amazing... Uh, food. I had an amazing massage. Have you ever had? I didn't get a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't give a happy. But ending. But I told my friends, I'm like, "Wanda, you've had a happy ending." They go, "Yeah, you haven't." And they looked at me like I was crazy. I guess it's not a normal thing, but whatever. I'm not here to talk about. Well, happy you get endings. a happy ending in a massage. Yeah. Really? Yes. Have you not had one? No. Mm, sorry. Your problem, not mine. Okay, can we can we bring? We're not going that, back to the happy ending. Can we go to that story someday? <laughs> I'm not going to forget about this. You want to go to the story? Uh, we'll talk about it one day. But I was gonna. I wanted to move on and talk about um, the second debate with Hillary. Yeah. And and Donald and I have decided because I've been on the fence. I've never really said who I'm voting for in all this. Although yeah, I did either. make it a point of saying they do have to have big hands. Remember that comment? I do. I've decided I'm not voting for Hillary because she looks like my mother. She's got that football helmet hairdo. And just <laughs> sitting there watching her lie and standing by her husband through all the lies. You know what that reminded oh, me I of? Feel so weird. It's so gross. It reminded me of my mother. She stood by her man and let him lie. Yeah. I just, I don't, and that's a very personal reason. I am sure I'm probably one of the only, That's I'm the only person I know, I'm pretty sure, that's not voting for her for that reason because she's just I just I just pictured my mother just lying and not being honest and if you're gonna lie about your husband fucking other women or sticking a cigar up their hoo ha or getting a blowjob or whatever if you're gonna lie about all that what else are you gonna lie about my mother stood by her man and lied and didn't want to talk about the uncomfortable and I just I'm I'm not comfortable with that yeah. I want an honest person in there yeah period. So I looked up write in because you know you can write yourself in. I've decided to write myself in because I'm not sure I can vote for Trump either. Do you know write ins on Google has gone up three thousand percent? The Google searches for it. I might have to vote for you. (laughs) There might be two people voting for me. Can you believe that write in the searches on Google are astronomically through the charts? That's what people want. They're thinking about writing anyone anyone else in, and you can. I'm just gonna go one to means. I might have two votes. I don't care. I just, I can't vote. I just, consci- sub- I just, something in me says I cannot vote for that woman. I just can't. Oh, I think she's horrible. I, and I, I don't express political views that much, but I know, God, I know you don't. And I never really like to talk about politics because I'm not the most well-versed person in politics. But when I just look at this person and I just see a weak woman out there who just, who just lies and looks at all of us and lies to our face and she'll lie about anything. And I know a lot of politicians lie about anything and her vice presidential campa- uh, candidate, if something happens to her, we're stuck with him. Good point. And I Tim don't know. Kane? I'm guaranteeing you he's had a blowjob in his office before. Probably. You think so? He looks like... I don't know. He looks unkempt. Uh, he looks like a pedophile to me. Yeah. And I probably shouldn't he, say he, that. He kind of creeps me out. He may not be. But he might be. And I, speaking of pedophile, I don't have a weekly pedophile report this week. Which is okay with me. It is. I know you're not a fan of it, but I did want to talk about... Uh, <laughs> the. I, I want to talk about um, Little Richard and his date that he had Friday night. I'm in Chicago hanging out with my friends, having a good time, having a massage without a happy ending... 
And I get all these texts from Richard. Mom, mom, mom. And then he goes, Wanda, Wanda, Wanda. So when I don't respond, well, I'm in the middle of massage. Yeah. So I guess what? I don't take my cell phone in there. And then he says, Beth. Beth is my childhood name. So when he says Beth, you know he really wants my attention. I, so I finally get out of the massage. I'm like, what? I am in Chicago with my friends. Can I not get yeah, one? Like, not? What Can I get 90-minute massage to myself? I want to have my girlfriend over. I was like, oh, okay. Um, and I'm out of town. I wanted to make her dinner. Okay, you can make your dinner. Well, and I want her to spend the night. I was like, oh. I was like, sweetie. You I, know, I'm impressed that it was, came to you honestly you know about what? it, though. That's the relationship I have with my Most son. Most kids would just, I they mean, would they, just lie. When I was that age, yeah, I just would have done it. They wouldn't ask for permission. They'd ask for forgiveness, right? Exactly. So, and I have a very open and honest relationship with my son. So I said, I said, listen, I am not okay with this, and I understand you're 17, and I understand 17-year-olds have sex. I totally get it. I'm not the mom preaching abstinence. That's not me. We waste millions and millions upon dollars teaching abstinence to these kids, and guess what? They're still fucking. Yeah. Chucker. <laughs> so um, I said to him, what did she tell her mother? And you got Plus, Kevin, you are giving me the pinky penis. I know, I know. So we're we, going to leave we got another our listeners on to hear this story. So I'm, when we come back, I'm going to tell you about the rest of this conversation with my son. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. Don't move. More of One Blunt Woman with Wanda Memes is next. To one blunt woman, a mouth that matters. Welcome back. I'm Wanda Means. I'm one blunt woman. It's the final segment of my show. We've been talking about all kinds of really messed up shit today about my trip to Chicago and my son interrupting me while I was having a girl's trip, talking about his date. And I know we were talking about where we were in our text conversation about him. Wanting his girlfriend to spend the night, and which puts I, you in a terrible position because you well, want to applaud him for being so honest about it. You almost want to reward him for that, but it's like you also feel like I, you're right. I, I do I, want to, I, and he said, "Next time I'll just lie to you," and I go, "No, you won't." So, and that really bugs me because I I don't want him to lie to me because yeah. that's that's half the problem with kids and sex. But you, you know? also don't want him to say, don't want to say, "Oh yeah, it's totally cool to stay over, have a girl stay over while I'm gone." Well, so I, I said. So did your did her mother say it was okay? Well, no. She told her mom she was spending the night at a friend's, and I said, "Yep." Then you're involved in your yeah, and right. lie. Um, yeah, I know. And I said, "I will not enable this. I will not be a part of any of this. You are more than welcome to have her at our house, my house, for dinner. Make her dinner. Watch a movie. Do whatever you need to do. None of my business." Um, I get it. You're 17. Stuff happens. I support you. Wear a condom. Get permission. You know what I always say about boys. Of course. And uh, But you will have her home by midnight. And he goes, fine, forget it. I'm not going to do anything. And I go, wow. Well, that, What's wrong with that? There alone tells me what a child you are and how you aren't ready to have sex if you're going to be impetuous like a child like this. You're making so a lot of sense. He said, no, mom. I, okay. And then he realized what I said was like, if you're, you you're going to come to me with adult decisions, then you're not going to react like a child. You're going to react like an adult. And I know he's 17. He's still not quite there. Yeah. But the kid's pretty mature for his age. I'm going to give him that. Much more than I was at Much that age. Much more than uh, most kids. So 
uh, he um, ended up saying, okay, well, mom, I'm going to make her dinner. I'm making her steak and macaroni and cheese. I go, that's her favorite thing. That's okay. Um, so that's what he did. And he made her dinner. And I don't, I'm, I, I, this is what he said. He said, nothing's going to happen. She's on her period. And I said, oh, not that I need to know that, but okay. So That doesn't always mean nothing's going to happen. Well, it doesn't for me as a woman, but, you know, you get past all that. So she, but he respected what I said, and he respected the fact that I said, you have her ass home by midnight. You are not having her spend the night. But he goes, Mom, I'm not going to stay in your bed. I go, "Uh, What? Fuck, no, you're not getting in my bed with another person. Gross. God, no. So, but here's the thing. 16, 17, 18, boys have sex. And I am not going to sit here and, and act like I'm stupid and in denial that, well, my child would never do that. I, you know how I've said I don't really yeah, care for I think that's how my mom was. Yeah. Uh-uh, sorry. That's, nah. you, know, you know, but they do have sex. Yeah. And you do masturbate. And you do enjoy the process. Now, what I don't understand is this is what we as Americans tell our boys. Okay, I, I know you're going to masturbate. Okay, just shut your door, right? And what do we tell our girls? Do we ever have that conversation with our girls? No. What do we say? Don't let anyone touch you. Yeah. Why can't we have this? Why do we have to have two different conversations? I'm thoroughly confused by this. Those are very distinct. I mean... Why can't we have the same conversation? Why are... Those are totally different conversations. That's like giving a boy a truck and a gun and a girl a Barbie doll with a dollhouse to go um, arrange how the furniture goes. That is so sexist. It makes me feel bad as a guy. Yeah, okay, well. (laughs) I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to say, why... Can't we have the same conversation with our daughters? Why are we so afraid to tell our daughters, I know you're going to masturbate. Why are women it? so reluctant to admit that they masturbate? Yes. I mean, I don't get that. Well, I asked Richard if she People masturbated. People want to pretend like it's just guys. I asked Richard if she masturbated, and he goes, it's none of your business. I go, I'm not saying it is my business, but I'm saying what I've said many times before. Know your body, know how it works before you ever give it away to another human being. Because I truly believe he's going to be a freshman next year. What happens in college? Campus rape. I am the mother of a son. There was a kid who, a college player who just got exonerated for raping a girl because the girl came out and said, okay, well, he didn't rape me. But six years, he served six years in prison. He just got out last week. Six years he served. And she lied. She admitted to it. I'm sorry. She should go to jail. If you're oh, going to lie about something like that, I, I, I mean, yeah, it's perjury under more. oath. First of all, she should absolutely go to prison for this. And, and, and whereas, you know, I'm, I'm a victim of a sexual assault. I get that. I know what it's like. But I also have a son who is going to be with women and they could be, get drunk or, or do any sort of mind-altering substance. And guess what happens? Shit happens. And if you're with a girl who doesn't know her own body, doesn't know what she's doing, and you do... Who has the upper hand in all this? Yeah. And then she comes into play and says, okay, let's, let's, okay, let's hook up. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay. Um, and then, and then you have this gray area, this ambiguity of, uh, I really didn't want to do that or whatever. And it's like, listen, rape is rape. I've always said the number one cause of rape is a rapist. But if a guy and girl are freshmen in college and they're hooking up and they go too far, the girl or and if she says absolutely not, the boy absolutely has to stop. All right, but I, if they're I, going I too far, yeah. and no one says stop, and the next case she goes, "Well, I really wasn't comfortable with that." Well, then what? Well, see, that's what I was going to ask you because I mean that's how it was in college for me. Um, when you hear this type of shit that happens, uh, say that you were both totally wasted, 
And the girl at the time, everything's totally consensual. And then the next day, she's like, I didn't want to do that. Right. It's like, well, we can't tell the difference at the time. It seemed totally consensual. Like, it was well, a mutual thing. And right. So, but. Not that that ever happened. I, I was never accused of any sexual misconduct. That would, well, no. Okay. Thank you for that. I think if the girl knew herself and knew her body and knew how it worked, knew how, what pleased it and what made it feel good and what didn't, she'd be like, uh, no, you know, honey, no. I, you know, that, that's just not, your penis is too small. I'm sorry, it's not going to work for me. Or whatever. Yeah. You know, she was more confident. So we need to teach our daughters to be confident in their own sexuality. I'm not saying teach my 10-year-old because that's too young. I'm saying teach my teenager who's going off to college. Have some confidence. Know your body. Know how it works. And know you have to learn how to please it before any guy or or woman or whatever your sexuality is, whatever it is, you have to know your body first. And I think if we had that ultra confidence inside of us, I think it would be like you'd get in a situation and there would be no ambiguity. Eh, no, I don't think so. Next. Yep. But the guys, they don't know that. And it's our jobs as mothers of my sons to say no means no. But it's that gray area that really scares me. I don't know who, where the onus lies in the gray area. Is it the boy or is it the girl? Yeah, who does I, that I don't lie? either. And it lies on both of them, essentially. But if a girl has never touched herself or doesn't know herself, she needs to know herself. And I'm going to say this over again, over and over again. And you know, in Holland, remember I did when I talked about that book, Girls and Sex? Yeah. They have lower abortion rate, lower STD rate, uh, lower pregnancy rate, and they enjoy sex more because they're taught at a young age, this is oral sex, this is masturbation, this is how your body works. It's not uncomfortable. They're not spending millions upon millions of dollars on abstinence, teaching abstinence. They're teaching, okay, we know this happens. If it's going to happen, here's what happens. Let's talk about this. Why are we so afraid to talk to our daughters about the same things that we will talk to our sons about? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I am sick and tired of, of this multi-million dollar campaign on teaching abstinence. I, I'm, I, it mean, it no, means that's absurd. That, that's just, it's, it's Let's unnatural. Let's just all go bury our head because that's more important. Uh, you know, Kevin, how this really upsets me. I do. So, this upsets me too. And, to and I've got a son you. who's going into college. Remember, I said pull out a video. Hey, is it okay if I get permission to have sex in case tomorrow you recant? Yeah, well, I used to always have this running joke with my buddies that you always make sure the girl's on top because then if you, uh, you can never, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can never get accused. It's funny. So I just, I don't <laughs> want him. I, I want the, and then so Richard with his hickey told me, Mom, she knows what she likes. Oh, we didn't get to the hickey thing. Yeah, well, Richard got a hickey on a snack. Apparently they had fun. <laughs> You're listening to One Blunt Woman. I'm Wanda Means. We have to wrap up this episode. I'll be back every week. I'm the author of my blog, JesusDivorceAndOver40.com. And do not forget, from tremendous pain comes an enormous amount of strength. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. I'm Wanda Mead.